Conclusion It has been said that no proper estimate has been made of the effects of Christianity on English law, but there is no shadow of doubt that it was far-reaching. Our legal system was formed and developed over centuries under the dominating influence of the Christian religion. The ideals and standards of justice that informed our law were derived largely either from the Bible directly or from ancient pre-Christian institutions that have been so completely transformed under the influence of the Church that the original pre-Christian practices from which they originate are no longer discernible in the Christianized forms in which we know them. Our very concepts of justice, due process and the rule of law are Christian ideals that we should never have known had the Christian faith not taken root in the land and transformed the nation from a pagan into a Christian society. The Christian worldview has dominated the life and institutions of our nation for well over a millennium. Our civilization owes its existence and its health to the vision that the Christian faith brought to the people of this nation. Our justice system, and Western justice generally, is distinguishable from the inhumane and barbarous regimes that have existed and continue to exist in the world today outside the influence of Christian culture only because it is or at least it was in origin, a Christian vision of justice. One need only think of the fatwas issued by Muslim ayatollahs inciting the faithful to kill and destroy the property of the enemies of the faith without trial or any due process of law to see the difference. Justice, if indeed it can be called such, is indistinguishable from vengeance against one's enemies for the zealots of Muhammad, since Allah is not a law-giving God, a God of order, but a capricious God who may one day decree one thing and the next day the opposite. By contrast, the Christian God is a law-giving God who does not change. His justice or righteousness is a permanent standard that does not change and upon which men can rely for certainty and authority. As a consequence, justice, as people in the West understand the term today, has emerged only among those nations and cultures influenced by a Christian worldview. Indeed, the use of the word justice itself here presupposes the Christian faith. Outside of cultures either directly or indirectly influenced by the Bible, we can speak of law, decree, but hardly of what we understand by the word justice, since our conception of justice itself is drenched in Christian meaning. Yet so many in our culture today take the Christian ideals of justice for granted and never stop to consider what kind of justice we should have. Had the Christian faith not provided the vision and guidance that it did for our nation for so long? As a result, our politicians and church leaders idly stand by as our nation is stripped of the Christian ideals upon which it was built. Pluralism is the new god of our society and the fetish of our modern secular humanist state. But those who worship this idol fail to realise that the various modern contenders for a place in the new pluralist society are nowhere near as tolerant as our own much-vaunted liberal culture. And that, to give way to this drive for pluralism, is to open the floodgates to alien influences that will transform our culture completely. The creation of a pluralist society means the creation, eventually, of different laws for different groups and cultures within our nation. And indeed, this is already happening with regard to some cultural groups. But, even then, it must be understood that a pluralist society is not an end in itself, but simply a transitional phase, the crossing point of disparate cultures, in which the various contenders 
struggle for supremacy until one finally is victorious and proceeds to impose its culture and its law upon the rest of society. In that transformation, our ideas of justice, based so firmly on Christian ideals, will be swept away and our nation will enter a new dark age. The descent into such a dark age has already begun. Christian law is today being replaced by secular humanistic law that does not recognise God or his law, nor the fundamental principles of justice set forth by that law, which have governed our lawmaking and the development of our legal institutions for well over a millennium. Principles and concepts of justice that were once held to be inviolable are being overturned every day. Abortion on demand, funded by state revenues, raised by taxation for example, contravenes not one but many principles of justice upon which our society and our legal institutions were built. To deny this new legal right to a woman is deemed to contravene her human right to do with her own body, since the child is not recognised as an independent human life as she wishes, a concept that our law had not hitherto recognised, being based upon Christian principles that stress human responsibility, obligation and accountability, rather than rights. One can think of many other examples. The decay of our civilization is at an advanced stage. That decay covers every part of our society. It affects our law just as much as anything else. As a result, so much of what was once considered justice has been overturned, abrogated or simply ignored. The traditional Christian concepts of justice that shaped our legal system are today becoming obsolete. Parliament passes more and more legislation that takes no account of the values upon which our society was founded, upon which it drew for its health and vitality for so long, and our courts are beginning to reflect the new atheistic ideologies that are shaping our modern society in their interpretation of the law. Today the innocent suffer at the hands of the guilty, and there are no remedies at law for the crimes that are perpetrated against them. When the law is invoked, it very often only penalises the victim further, either directly or indirectly. The law-abiding people of our nation are beginning to groan under the weight of the injustice they receive at the hands of those responsible for providing justice. Our political establishment, which was traditionally dedicated to maintaining law and order, has done nothing to ameliorate this situation. Quite the reverse, it has passed legislation that leaves the innocent victim even more powerless to defend himself legally against violent crime and without remedy at law against those who commit it. Furthermore, The creation of a socialistic welfare state has also been a substantial cause of the decline of common law since it has been implemented by means of parliamentary legislation that, due to its very nature, was based on philosophical presuppositions that are fundamentally alien to the Christian religion, which guided the formation of our legal tradition. It is particularly disturbing that this has been accomplished at the expense of judicial independence, one of the very pillars of our Christian legal heritage. ECS Wade stated the problem clearly as early as 1938. It is still accepted constitutional doctrine that the ministers of the Crown do not tamper with the administration of justice. But Parliament, indirectly, has reduced the sphere of influence of judicial independence by the character of modern legislation. The abandonment of the principle of laissez-faire has altered the nature of much of our law. A system of law, which, like the common law, is based on the protection of individual rights, is not readily comparable with legislation which has for its object the welfare of the public or a large section of it as a whole. The common law rests upon an individualistic conception of society 
and lacks the means of enforcing public rights as such. The socialization of the activities of the people has meant restriction of individual rights by the conferment of powers of a novel character upon governmental organs. Hence, our society is being transformed by legislation passed in Parliament from a society ruled by law to a society ruled by Parliament, that is, from a free society to an increasingly totalitarian society. Our law is in decline as a system of justice, and yet our society today is swamped with more legislation than ever before. More laws, rules, are passed by our Parliament continually. Yet, justice is increasingly being suffocated by such legislation. Justice requires more than rules. Our understanding of justice, and therefore our law, was based traditionally on a religious ethic that derived its validity from the Bible, from the Decalogue. The decline of traditional Western understanding of justice and law in our society has taken place because the religious presuppositions upon which our law was based have been abandoned by the people of our nation, and in particular by our leaders, both political and ecclesiastical, who bear greater responsibility. Only by a restoration of those religious presuppositions, namely the Christian worldview, upon which our law for so long rested and relied for its moral authority, will our society be delivered from its present hapless plight and our legal institutions saved from becoming the mere tools of political pragmatists governed by an ethic that amounts to little more than self-interest? Of course, our government is bound to act under law, but today this is a mere formality since it no longer recognises a higher law to which all human law and state legislation must conform if it is to be valid law rather than the mere whim of a dictator, be that dictator a man calling himself a king, or a committee of men calling themselves by the lofty title of parliament, or Her Majesty's government. Without the belief that any law is or of right ought to be according to the law of God, which formerly guided our lawmaking, the idea of the rule of law is meaningless, since government can repeal any law to which it no longer wishes to conform, and make new laws that it would prefer to abide by. The rule of law Christian law is being replaced by the rule of politicians who will modify or repeal any law or even overturn fundamental principles of justice if it is in their own interests or in the interests of a large enough lobbying group to do so. In short, we are in transition from a society based on the rule of law in which the government also must act under law that is consistent with the basic religious presuppositions upon which our legal system was formed to a society in which the law is no longer developing in terms of its basic religious presuppositions, but rather in which it is being systematically overturned and replaced by our legislators with rules based on alien presuppositions. This is happening because the religious presuppositions that underpinned our law and gave it stability and continuity for so long have been abandoned, because the principle of a higher law to which all human law must submit is no longer understood or believed. In this respect, our law is becoming lawless, since it no longer recognises, as once it did, that no law is just or binding if it contravenes reason, as understood in terms of the Christian faith, or the law of God. For over a millennium, the Christian faith influenced and helped to shape our law, and our law underpinned our Christian heritage. Both have now been broken, and our nation faces ruin as a result. The prognosis is not a propitious one. There is, however, a remedy for this malady, our legislators must recognise once more, as they did in times past when our legal tradition was in its formative period, that any law is 
or of right ought to be, according to the law of God 